from Public Radio. Reality Check Live with Carrie Harrison. Smells like fish. Tastes like chocolate. Reality Check Live. And now, a tobacco industry health fact for today. <laughs> um, it, our research has shown that youngsters, when they run around with a pair of sharp scissors, <laughs> they're actually um, <laughs> much safer, as long as they're smoking their little kitty cigarettes at the same time. <laughs> if you believe that one, then you should stick around for another health fact for today from the tobacco industry. Next, preventing truth decay. Truth decay. Reality check live. Is the conspiracy known as the Bilderbergs actually true? Now there's proof. And the assessor of America's second largest city reveals money-saving tips for anybody who owns a home. And we talk with Lee Camp of Redacted Tonight from Russia's controversial RT News about Wall Street and more. It's next. Reality Check Live. Listen and learn. Hi, everyone. Carrie Harrison here. I want to give you a quick heads up on the 10-Day Miracle, 10daymiracle.com. I just lost 11 pounds in 10 days. It was so easy, and as you could tell, I am full of energy and feeling great. You can learn more by going to 10daymiracle.com. That's either T-E-N or the number 10, 10daymiracle.com, 10daymiracle.com, or text THIN to 518 50 green 518 50 green text thin to 518 50 green 518 50 green or 10daymiracle.com we have taken over your radio we are now in control we can crank up your radio's volume or we can turn it down so low that you can barely hear it. then we can turn it back and mess around with the bass level. Or we can crank up the trouble. We can blow out your left speaker. Oh my God. We can even make your radio sound like a broken CDDDDD. We are in total charge. We are in complete control. We are Reality Check Live. Conspiracy 101. Now and then, our paths cross with people with extraordinary capabilities, people willing to put themselves in peril and go through some life-risking behavior in order to get the truth to you and me. One such guy is Daniel Estelin. We've been fortunate to have him on many times. He's in Madrid, Spain right now, an investigative journalist and author of so many books, one of which is the true story of the Bilderbergs. You can see it right there, the Bilderberg Group. And what They are, and we're going to have Daniel explain it very quickly and very briefly, and these guys are actually getting together in the next few days to create more Disney magic minus Disney, it seems. Exactly. It's, uh, you know, the Bilderberg meeting is, uh, the next meeting is on uh, this coming weekend. It's in uh, uh, in Denmark, in Copenhagen. And what's interesting is that uh, since about two or three years ago, over the past few years, Bilderberg has actually given up on their secrecy, so to speak, yeah. uh, as a result of my book that came out 10 years ago, The True Story of the Bilderberg Group, which was Bilderberg Group, which was first published in uh, 2005, and it came out in the United States in 2007, um, and it kind of just blew the gates open, and suddenly everybody found out, you know, we've always known that, you know, these in, kind of, you know, shadowy creatures did something to, you know, to the economy. They, they don't the, like uh, to be called shadowy creatures. No, they're not. They, yes, of course. You know, they, these very pragmatic, respectable individuals from the upper echelons of society, uh, you know, did, you know, 
a few uh, not well-meaning things to the economic cycles. Uh, you know, this or that dictator occasionally was bumped off. Uh, you know, so we kind of knew that somebody was doing something to someone from behind the scenes. We just didn't really, we the people that is, we just didn't really know how the whole thing was done and who was behind it until my book came out on the Bilderberg Group and suddenly these they had a face and the name and the deeds and, and their actions and the documents and their deliberations and the world found out that this group exists and they're for real and it's not that they're, you know, the controllers of the rules of the world but they are an important element, you know, of this conveyor belt mentality of the elite. Carrie Harrison with you. This is Reality Check Live, realitychecklive.org. Don't forget, you can download our free app from the App Store, Reality Check Live. Also, follow us on all social media at RealityCheckLV, at RealityCheckLV. Daniel Estelin is a reporter based in Madrid, Spain, coming to us via Skype and talking about the Bilderbergs, a mystery to so many made clear now for the first time after Daniel spent 10 years undercover following them, posing as a waiter, uh, taking assiduous notes and publishing several books about this matter. And we're super glad to be able to bring this to you here on Reality Check Live and, uh, you know, put it right out in the fresh air of the sunshine and let that sun beat down on a lot of these uh, muddy puddles. There are going to be people who've heard the name. They don't know really what it means. What is the Bilderberg Group? Bilderberg Group is actually was named after the hotel in, uh, in, uh, in the Netherlands. The first meeting took place back in 1954. Uh, Bilderberg is basically a former NATO alliance, uh, United States, Canada, and Western European nations. Since the fall of the Berlin Wall and, you know, the, the, the self-destruction of uh, the Warsaw Pact Alliance, nations such as Czech, Czechoslovakia, Czechs and the Slovaks, Poles, some of their members have been incorporated into Bilderberg, but basically it still remains your former NATO alliance. And what's, imp- what's interesting about Bilderberg is there was a very important element of the oligarchical structures of the Cold War period. And... That's a very significant factor uh, because what it meant was that it was a vehicle through which private financier oligarchical interests were able to impose their policies on what is nominally sovereign governments. And I guess, you know, the biggest scandal element of this whole Bilderberg thing was or is that was heavily populated by people who came out of the old World War II Nazi apparatus, uh, people such as... uh, uh, Prince Bernard, the SS carrying member and, and the, one of the founders of Bilderberg, although the real founder was uh, a Pole by the name of Joseph Rettinger. And uh, um, another individual is Walter Hallstein, who was uh, uh, a lawyer for, uh, a Nazi lawyer for Hitler, who basically whose writings justified uh, latter policy of, of the concentration camps. And Walter Hallstein was the first president of the European Commission. So basically, these individuals... Since the 1950s, right? Since the 1950s, yeah. exactly. They were cleaned up and dusted off and, and employed to become hardcore Cold War anti-Soviet structure elements in the West. And that's what Bilderberg is. And, and you know, over the years, it has lost some of its luster because... Again, if you look at the, uh, the breakdown of pound for pound, you know, as I like to say in boxing, of, of the individuals who made up the, 
uh, you know, the the, uh, the Bilderberg initial uh, circles back in the 50s and the 60s. Um, and some of the people who are members of the organization today, you will see that these people from today, they're simply not up to scratch because, again, the 50s and the 60s guys, you know, the young uh, Rockefellers and the Kissingers and and, uh, and Jacksons and, and, you know, all these individuals, the Bundys and, uh, you know, you know they, they were made, they were cut from different cloths. And, uh, uh, but still, Bilderberg today remains a very important organization. It's not the top of any pyramid or anything, but it is. It's an important element, of, as I said, of the uh, uh, conveyor belt mentality of some of these. And Daniel Estelin is a reporter based in Madrid, Spain, coming to us via Skype and talking about the Bilderbergs. And Daniel Estelin, they're meeting to effectively make the decision on behalf of you and me how our lives, how our financial world will unfold, what the folks at Goldman Sachs may or may not decide to do with the massive computers that control the various uh, infrastructure of our finances to basic education from one side of the globe all the way to the other. These guys get together and make those level of decisions. Before, we just thought it was a ghost-like anomaly. It was just a rumor. It was just a conspiracy theory, but in fact, they actually conspire in hotels. You've been there personally. You showed up, you dressed up as a waiter many times over, took pictures, and listened to their conversations. What's uh, coming up with these guys? What's coming up, I think, a key element is needless to say, they're very concerned about Iran's nuclear policy. That's one of the issues. And, and European Bilderbergs are very concerned about the consequences of the Russian and the Chinese uh, 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 gas deal because again you know they're saying okay so you wanted us to press the Russians on the sanctions we did that and now we just find out that the back door was left open and you know, these guys not only did they strengthen you know their, their their entire cause internationally but they also weakened Europe because again although Russia has enormous quantities of gas uh, reserves it's still now they have a choice whether to send it east or westbound depending on the situation uh, you know with uh, uh, you know with geopolitical global situation with Europe or Asia and in that sense again what the Bilderberg is particularly afraid of and this is again going to be a part of the discussion is you know the future alliance China, Russia and Iran and that's a nightmare scenario if you're Bilderberg other issues at stake cyber war needless to say they're going to be looking at that um, also the financial uh, uh, bubble, which we're right now, you know, in the derivatives bubble. We talked about this back in 2008, how that whole thing exploded. Well, today's bubble is 20% bigger. It's it's enormous by, by, you know, any proportion, you know. But I think what's important in all of these deliberations, you know, if, if, if I'm looking at it from the point of view of the audience, the listeners to, to, to the interview, people are wondering. Yeah. Uh, because I would be wondering, Kerry, you know, how is it possible that a group of people, I don't care how powerful they are, can get together one week in a year for three days and suddenly decide world policy that is effectively, you know, goes through these cycles on the world stage over the next 12 to 24 months. So if we have a minute or so, I'd like to very quickly explain to people how this whole thing works, because again... It's not a conspiracy theory in a sense that you have four old geezers sitting in a dark room holding hands, staring at a crystal ball, planning the world's domination. Well, it, it kind of is. It's just modern. 
You can get a podcast of this and any other broadcast at realitychecklive.org, realitychecklive.org. And make sure you like us on Facebook and all other social media at realitychecklv, LV for live, at realitychecklv. Kerry Harrison here with you. We're talking to Daniel Estelin. He's via Skype in Madrid, Spain. And we're talking about the Bilderbergs, something that many of you have heard about for many, many years. Very few have been able to explain it the way he has because he spent 10 years undercover. He is a journalist observing and actually listening in on their various gatherings, their meetings, their surreptitious confabulations wherever they may have happened all over the planet he's talking to us right now and explaining what the point of the Bilderbergs is because that also seems to be a great mystery Daniel Estulin let's take a peek at this system that they've built it feels very medieval as I was saying uh, 1500s 1600s everyone is the landlord and we're all the serfs it is and it isn't you know again a lot of these things whether it's government big business you know, the key element to this is control control and secrecy. And if you're talking about, you know, GA meetings, World Economic Forum, central banks, European Union Council meetings, meetings of the commissioners, ministers, UE summits, you know, uh, secret organizations or think tanks or private meetings of Council of Foreign Relations, they're all conducted behind closed doors. And uh, beyond the common reluctance, I guess, to reveal the proceedings, the secrecy principle extends to the forums and the meeting themselves. Now, what's interesting is is that if you kind of look at the meetings throughout the year, you have, for example, World Economic Forum in yeah. Davos, late January, February. The Bilderbergers meet in April, May. G8 meeting is in May, June. International Monetary Fund World Bank Annual Conference in September. Then you have Trilateral Commission regional meetings are three times a year. They have their annual meeting. They have Council of Foreign Relations quarterly meetings. But no one is really leading these. There's no like this big, you know, bad guy, you know, who's leading this whole thing. It's, it's done through consensus. And the consensus reached at these meetings becomes the backdrop for the G8 economic communique, which becomes, you know, what later informs the International Monetary Fund when it imposes an adjustment program, for example, be it in Argentina, be it in any country yeah. in the world. And it also becomes what the United States president proposes to Congress and suddenly... You see it on the front pages of the newspapers. Suddenly, European Parliament takes over, and these policies are passed on, you know, be it in watered-down versions or hard versions, to European nations and the European Union. And that's how it works. It's done through consensus. But certainly, what's decided at meetings like such as Bilderberg has very important implications on world politics over the next 12 to 24 months. Daniel Estulin is a reporter based in Madrid, Spain, coming to us via Skype and talking about the Bilderbergs. Listen, well, it's still legal. Reality Check Live. News. Reality Check. Recast. For Reality Check Live, I'm Mercy Malik, and this is your American Minute. The percentage of Americans diagnosed with major depression has increased dramatically in recent years, according to a study conducted by Blue Cross Blue Shield of America. CBS reports that the study identifies a 33% rise in diagnoses overall nationwide, but that marked differences in percentages appeared in different regions. The highest incidence of major depression appeared in the Pacific Northwest, New England, and parts of the Deep South and Midwest. The study also found a correlation between 
between depression and other health issues, with 85% of those receiving a diagnosis of depression also suffering from at least one additional health concern. Study authors stress that more research is needed to determine causality. In other words, whether health concerns initiate depression or whether depression increases ill health. And now your science minute. When most people think of jobs lost to technology, they often picture lower-skilled, lower-wage positions. But a recent study indicates that medical doctors might soon be supplanted by computers, at least in the arena of identifying skin cancer. The Guardian reports that the study, published in the medical journal Annals of Oncology, showed a highly advanced computer program to be 95% accurate at identifying skin cancer from photographs, but a team of 58 dermatologists scored only 86.6% correctly. Study authors noted, however, that the computer could only identify known lesions, so clinical exams are still vital to discovering spots of which patients may be unaware. But with 232,000 new cases of melanoma each year and approximately 55,500 deaths annually worldwide, many are hopeful that artificial intelligence aiding early diagnosis may help diminish rates of mortality. For Reality Check Live, I'm Mercy Malik. Recap Reality Check Live. RealityCheckLive.org. There's always something new for you at Kama Park. Attention, Kama Park shoppers. Visit our electronics aisle for a special deal on TV VCR combo units made by child labor in El Salvador. At Kama Park, our merchandise sells cheap because it's made cheap. And when it breaks the minute you get it home, you'll know why we're called Kama Park. Attention, Kama Park shoppers. There's a blue light special on pocket T-shirts by Fruit of the Ruin. After just one wash, they become sleeveless pocket t-shirts um assuming that the pocket stays on every department at came apart has something on sale like hardware where there are super deals on socket wrenches by snap-off oh my knuckles and the came apart housewares department lets you save big on coffee makers by black and record Yes, there's always something for everyone at your local Came Apart. In fact, this radio station got all its recording equipment at Came Apart. It was dirt cheap, and it works great. This is Reality Check Live in HD. Carrie Harrison with you. This is Reality Check Live, realitychecklive.org. I'm going to share with you something extraordinary today, and we're going to talk about most ailments you have that are mind, body, diet-related, and that includes weight, depression, the whole soup cat and pizzas, and I mean that literally, that are causing problems. If you have high cholesterol, uh, if you're emotionally upset, if you just you ache and all kinds of things are going on, we have found, and it is not a secret, we have found that diet plays a key role in that. I want to introduce to you Jeremy Frage. He is a natural health advocate because I'm actually doing this myself. And I have to say I love it, Jeremy, the 10-day transformation and the 10-day transformation, well, you're basically flooding your body with whole plant-based nutrition, also known as superfoods. You might have heard that before. And by flooding your body, you're nourishing your cells, you're detoxifying your cells, and these two things are the keys to thriving vitality, to healing text yourself. Text the word transformation. Just text the word transformation to 51850 green. You are supporting your body with nutrition and detoxification. And when you d- you can check it out yourself or go to the website 10 Day Miracle. 
Com. Days, you literally experience a transformation. It's a transformation because you cleanse, you detox, you reboot your metabolism, you burn fat, and surprisingly, you build muscle at the same time. So that's which, why we call which, it. Yeah, you, and you're not supposed to go to the gym during this because it's not an exercise regimen. 10daymiracle.com. 10daymiracle.com. And that's the number 10, 10daymiracle.com. I am not hungry. I'm, you said that I wouldn't be hungry. And it's true. I'm like, I have more energy. I've had no coffee today. I could climb the Matterhorn. I think you can hear by the energy in my voice. I could, you can't manufacture this kind of ebullience, if you will, given all the food supply and the GMOs and the poisons in the food and everything else and everyone's overweight and and we all have cholesterol problems and all of that, all of that, 10daymiracle.com. Take your muscles, and and most people lose muscle mass when they do a detox or a fast or a cleanse, but ours is different. It puts your body in an anabolic state, which means there's no muscle wasting. And so what's there left to do is to burn any excess fat that you do have, and that's that's the natural side effect of flooding your body with nutrients. I'm going to give out a phone number, too, so you can check it out yourself. 518-50-GREEN. 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 50 green. Let your cholesterol go down. Let your lose weight. Like how much weight does the average person lose in this 10 day transformation? Yeah, the average person loses 11 pounds, and, but it could go up to, I've seen people lose up to 23, 24 pounds. Just really depends from one body to another. But usually you could expect anywhere from five to 20 pounds of fat being burned naturally as a side effect, you know, of flooding your body with green superfood nutrients. 5 to 20 pounds in 10 days with these super green nutrients. It's extraordinary. You can check it out, 10daymiracle.com, 10daymiracle.com. They could call or they could text the word transformation. Just text the word transformation to 518-50-GREEN. And either way, either or, it's up to you. So text the word transformation, just the word transformation to 518-50-GREEN, 518-50-GREEN, yes, the word transformation, or go to 10daymiracle.com, 10daymiracle.com, again, 518-50-GREEN, or 10daymiracle.com. Man, PR, this is all things in consider. Reality Check Live. Hello, just like the old days in 1932 when I was only 50 years old. Yep, old-timey radio with a modern twist. Complete with retired union Foley operators and authentic vacuum tube audio processors. Gather around the wireless, plop your ass onto the Davenport, light up a Chesterfield, grab your loved one, not there, it's time for Uncle Harry's Big News Story Time. In today's live reenactment, we tackle a current news issue and retell it the way it probably happened. Or, more perversely, could have happened. This week, it's Harry Reality Check Live. Reverse engineering the news. Carrie Harrison. It's your reality bite. Well, it's not just Indiana. 
California's Attorney General has now stepped in to quash one of those statewide ballot initiatives that allows anyone to propose a law with just 200 bucks and enough lunatics to sign a petition. The new Sodomite Suppression Act would allow Californians to assassinate random gays under a special death penalty provision. And just think, a mere accusation could be terminal, especially for any closeted golfing buddies at California's many country clubs. You know, we should donate even more money. The Sodomite Suppression Act is going to clean up this county. Cheers. Hi, welcome to the club. I'm Bruce. I'll be your server today. Chad, would you like to order first? Yes, certainly. We have salmon, salted sea snails, and a salad niçoise. Jesus, I think someone just hit a high C. Yeah. Oh, I have to take a whiff. Would you like to join me in the men's room? Why, certainly. Grab your martini. Ah, here we are. Oh, drat, this zipper. Oh, hold your drink. Oh, let me get you. Hold my drink. I will. I'll help you pull that out. There we go. Hello? Sirs? Yes, yes? Your entrees are ready. We'll be right out. I'm coming in. (gasps) Oh, my goodness. Your naughty parts are in his hand. Well, it doesn't mean a damn thing. Good heavens! Sodomites! Sodomites! Goodness! I have to get out my Smith and Wesson. Clean up in the bedroom! Sodomites! And of course, these lawmakers had to find a way to work in the Second Amendment to fight sodomy. Carrie Harrison. And there's your reality bite. Preventing truth decay. Truth decay. Reality check. Live. Hi, everyone. Carrie Harrison here. I want to give you a quick heads up on the 10-Day Miracle. 10daymiracle.com. I just lost 11 pounds in 10 days. It was so easy, and as you could tell, I am full of energy and feeling great. You can learn more by going to 10daymiracle.com. That's either T-E-N or the number 10, 10daymiracle.com, 10daymiracle.com, or text THIN to 518-50-GREEN, 518-50-GREEN. Text THIN to 518-50-GREEN, 518-50-GREEN, or 10daymiracle.com. Reality Check. Live. Carrie Harrison with you. This is Reality Check Live, realitychecklive.org. You can also follow us on social media at realitycheckLVLV for live. And, ready for this one? As of today, you can download our new app on the App Store. It's called Cleverly Reality Check Live. So go to the App Store and download our free, did I mention it was free, app Reality Check Live at the App Store. Reality Check Live, the app at the App Store. Now, I'm not going to waste any more time for our fabulous guest. He has become a friend to public radio, a friend to the people of Los Angeles over many years. Um, Originally was mayor and city councilman for the city of West Hollywood and is now the assessor for the county of Los Angeles. Many of us aren't sure. Now, what is the assessor? We we think maybe it has to do with taxes, but it actually doesn't. And he also has some ways for us to save money on the, the costs of just dealing with the county. And you don't often 
often find people in government saying, you know, you could save money. You could do this. This works better. Uh, this is the great gift. And that's generous of you, by the way, because most people don't want to, you know, give us those secrets, Jeffrey Prang. We want to welcome you to Reality Chef Lo- Rea- whatever the name of the show is. <laughs> Thank you, Kerry. Nice to be here. Thank you for inviting it's me. good to have you here. So tell us, what does the assessor do? So let me tell you, first of all, what, what I am not. Yes, you're not. I am not. not the tax collector. Yay. I am not the tax assessor. My job is part of the property tax chain, uh-huh. but our job is limited. My, the people who work for me are real estate appraisers, and our job is to establish the value, the market value yeah. of all taxable property in L.A. County. That includes real estate, such as buildings and land, yeah. but also business property, such as furniture, equipment, and machinery. We establish the value. The auditor controller establishes your tax rates. The treasurer tax collector Notice his title is tax collector. Right. Um, he Poor collects. Guy. He collects the taxes. Yeah. Um, so we're part of that. Uh, we're, we're part of those operations. But I'm not the guy that you write your check to. You're the guy actually who can help us. Let's say if you're a first time home buyer, and in, in LA it's not cheap. But you also you do symposiums, and one of the things you're going to do is help people understand if they're a nonprofit or also how not to be foreclosed. So there's a lot of things that we do. To you know, our main job is to assess value for property tax yeah. purposes. Property taxes, as you know, pay for vital services that we all rely on. Right. Police, fire, libraries, roads, public health, um, things that we all depend on. Yeah. But part of my office responsibilities are also to manage a number of voter-adopted uh, programs to help people save money on their taxes, programs that will help homeowners, seniors, the disabled, and veterans. You know, if you own your own home and that is your principal residence, yeah. you qualify automatically for the homeowner's exemption. And um, there's about 400,000 homeowners in L.A. County who don't file for this exemption. You only have to file once. It's a simple form you can get online at my website, and you'll save 70 bucks a year on your taxes. So let's understand what an exemption is. That means that you don't have you're, to do something that you don't want to do. You're exempt from paying taxes for within the parameters of that program. Wow. So homeowner's exemption means if you own your home, you are exempt for – will reduce your uh, – Assess value by $7,000 for tax purposes. Oh, my gosh. If you are a senior citizen yeah. and you've been living in your home for a long time yeah. and you want to move, you are able to move to a home of equal or lesser value and take your low property tax base with you. So if you bought your home in 1980 and you want to move, you could take your 1980 tax base with you to your new home. Wow. Or you could – and one other thing, that yeah. if you're a, a senior and you want to give your property to your children mm-hmm. but you're worried that their property taxes will go up when it's reassessed, you can give your property to your children without having it being reassessed. So they get to adopt your lower tax rate. Jeffrey Prang with us. He is the assessor for the county of Los Angeles. As you can see, you're learning lots of new secrets. We have millions of people living in L.A. We just discovered that about a half a million people don't know that they can save huge amounts of money on their property taxes simply because it's not that it was kept a secret, but you're the first one to show us what the laws say and how this can benefit the public. Well, one th- there's a couple reasons behind this. You may recall yeah. that my predecessor had a little drama associated with him. He's under indictment for, for corruption. Uh, the, the people didn't know a lot about the assessor's office, which yeah. I think impacts transparency and accountability. Right. So I put a heavy emphasis on trying to let people know what we do, how we can be of service. We uh, created the first ever public affairs unit within the office whose whole job is to help people navigate the very complicated property tax system to help them take advantage of these property tax savings. And so that's why more people are hearing about it more because we're working harder to get the word out. 
Well, this is great. Uh, I would love to see other departments. They may model themselves after you because this clearly is a success model. I, uh, uh, my staff will tell you that everything that we do, I always talk about developing it in such a way that it creates a template that we can share with other government agencies. We want to use uh, apply best standards and best practices yeah. um, to so that whoever succeeds me or maybe another elected official or department might want to use our, our approach. What tips can we learn as we talk to Jeffrey Prang, the assessor of the county of Los Angeles, America's second largest city? So he's in many ways sort of a metaphor for maybe the city you live in and, and maybe better practices, how they well, could work. Keep in mind that I, yeah. I don't only represent Los Angeles. I represent all 88 cities of L.A. County, about almost 11 million residents, oh of which L.A. is about 4 million. So I, uh, um, I represent the largest public assessment agency in the United States with 1,400 employees, a budget of about $200 billion, and I'm responsible for assessing the value of 2.5 million parcels of property per year. That now, must keep you fairly busy. I, I am busy, but I have a lot of other people who help me. So, <laughs> For sure. So, you know, some people are dealing with potential foreclosures, and I know that's coming up in one of your symposiums. What, what so, can they know about so that? So the foreclosures is not, is not really a function that's yeah. under my department. Yeah. We will re- reassign ownership to property based on the outcome. But these symposiums that we're putting together, yeah. these, these workshops, yeah. what I try to do is bring in those department that, departments that are related or adjacent, that are part of the chain of, uh, of homeownership or foreclosure, and have them all there so that people can get uh, answers to the questions, pose different scenarios, and have all the people who have that knowledge in the room at the same time. Carrie Harrison with you. This is Reality Check Live, realitychecklive.org. You can also follow us on any social media at realitycheklv, LV for live. Also, you can download our free app from the App Store, cleverly called Reality Check Live. You can hear this show and every other show we've done and more. Um, you could tell I'm a fan of our assessor, Jeffrey Prang, because anytime a high-level government uh, – official or whatever we want to call them is wants to come and be transparent this should be celebrated this should be noted this should be honored so uh, i'm just thrilled that you're doing this for us for the 11 12 million people that are here Uh, our signal breaks through windshields during rush hour where half of them are on the freeway and they're going to get to meet you for the first time because you're making yourself available how do do they get in touch with you if they need to so you can call our office at 213-974-3101 one, you could go to our website. We have an incredibly information, uh, informative website, yeah. which is assessor.lacounty.gov. Cool. And what's in store for you? Because you're obviously you're opening things up. You're creating the sunlight, which is all that anybody ever asks for. Um, you obviously are looking even farther ahead. Can you share with us what some of that vision might be? The um, you know, my department is a public service agency. Yeah. And we are the foundation for providing all government services. It's my goal to make us as efficient as possible for our employees and for members of the public. My job is to make sure everything that needs to be assessed properly is. If I do that, then we will have the maximum amount of revenues available to pay for the vital services that we all depend on. So I'm um, uh, upgrading our technology, about a $100 million technology upgrade project. We are trying to find a way to deal with inefficiencies and assessment appeals to get people resolution to their disputes faster and, and more equitably. Um, and, of course, we're trying to help people take advantage of those uh, those programs that will help them save money on their property taxes. We have a tweet here, Jeffrey Prang, who is our L.A. County assessor. Uh, 
assessing over 80 cities, some 11 million, maybe almost 12 million people um, wanting to know, are you elected or appointed? How does that work? I am elected. There are three county officials that are Mm -hmm. elected Mm countywide. Everybody knows the other two. It's the sheriff and the district attorney. Right. I'm the the, the lesser known one, but I'm I'm trying to change that one. Well, this is great. I want to thank you for coming in. Thank you for helping us understand how this all works and also giving people uh, a discount in many ways and knowing <laughs> that it is available. You know, I am not my, – my, my job is not to be a revenuer per yes. se. Yeah. So I want to make sure people are paying what's fair, what's accurate. If you have issues, you have disputes, we're happy to grab you by the hand and walk you through the process and make sure you get the best deal that you, that you can that you're entitled to under the law. Wow. Imagine if other cities did that. This is great. So you're you're setting a model in a time when we all want better government. And you're and I knew you when you were in the city council of West Hollywood and the mayor and you were doing that then. So I'm glad you're doing it in a much bigger way now. You're one of those guys who says what he's going to do and you actually do it. So it just goes to show it's not all rack and ruin, despite what you might think is going on in Washington, D.C., and you're probably not too crazy if you think something or other, but there is good government, and there are people that really want to be of service to the rest of us, and that's exactly what the founding daddies had in mind, and I appreciate you, Jeffrey Prang, and uh, thanks for assessing. Thank you. All right, Thank my friend. Fabian. We will see you again. Look forward to it. All right, that's my great. friend. Harrison with you. This is Reality Check Live. You can follow us anytime at realitychecklive.org. You can also follow us on social media at realitychecklv. And make sure you download our free app at the App Store, Reality Check Live. Reality Check Live with Carrie Harrison. You're all set to curl up and listen to a good novel. Turn to the latest breakthrough in technology, Books on Paper. Yes, Books on Paper, the amazing new way to enjoy fiction, nonfiction, biography, even poetry. With Books on Paper, there's no expensive audio equipment to buy, no cassettes or batteries, and you can take your cordless books on paper anywhere. Just open the cover and start turning pages. Look for Books on Paper near the cassettes wherever literature is sold. Books on Paper, from the folks who brought you word processing with a pencil. News. Reality Check. Recast. For Reality Check Live, I'm Mercy Malik, and this is your History Minute. When most people think of famous artists, they think Da Vinci, Carlo, Picasso, O'Keefe, or Van Gogh, but perhaps we should be thinking Neanderthals. That's right, because archaeologists in Spain recently discovered cave paintings determined to be 64,000 years old, and that means Neanderthals. UPI reports that a study published in the journal Science identified the paintings as being created approximately 20,000 years before human beings of appeared in what is now known as Europe. During that time, however, Neanderthals were quite populous in the region, suggesting for the first time that that group, too, was capable of creating for artistic or symbolic purposes, as opposed to merely utilitarian concerns. Researchers say that this new information means that other European cave paintings formerly assumed to be human in origin should now be re-examined as the possible work of Neanderthals. And finally, your surprise minute. Zookeepers in Rhode Island were surprised recently when an 800-pound talkin decided it had had enough and busted loose. First of all, what is a talkin, you ask? Well, it's described as a cross between a goat and an antelope, but 800 pounds of attitude and sharp horns, no thank you. CBS reports that the talkin named Harley was due for a, quote, routine hoof procedure prior to visiting hours one morning, but was apparently not in the mood. As the veterinary team approached with their talkin pedicure devices, Harley said, forget you and 
rammed the reinforced doors of his enclosure repeatedly until he broke through and embarked on a self-guided walking tour of the rest of the zoo. He was, however, quickly sedated, and although two staff members received minor injuries in his bid for freedom, the incident ended peacefully. For Reality Check Live, I'm Mercy Malik. Recap Reality Check Live. Carrie Harrison here with you, and I'm standing next to Lee Camp. We all know him from RT, a teller of truth. Our motto, of course, is preventing truth decay. And you do that for us in a big, loud, in color way, technicolor way, to millions and millions of people. Sometimes I would think at your own peril, or so we all imagine. Uh, yeah, my show is redacted tonight, and uh, a lot of it's you know a lot of people really latched on to it. It's really exciting to see. But we you know I try and hit all the topics that and the angles that aren't allowed on your mainstream media, and I try and do it in a funny way most of the time. Well, that's the key. I mean, we know from uh, Mark Twain, the only way we found out about the Spanish American War was through his humor. Uh, L. Frank Baum, The Wizard of Oz, Dorothy, uh, uh, and the Wicked Witch of the East was actually the federal government. And satire and humor is the way to get to most. People. And I think Catch-22 is probably one of the most reliable sources on war and what it means and what it is, you know? You recently talked about uh, Wall Street being a Ponzi scheme. Mm. People intuit that, but they don't actually get to hear grown-ups say it. Yeah, you know, it kind of shocked me because I've never really investigated what Wall Street is. Uh, I, I kind of understood it in a vague way, but, you know... It used to be that you buy a stock, a share in a company, and you get dividends. You get profit from that, a piece of the profit from that company. That almost doesn't exist anymore. Now what it is, is it's basically like, can you find someone else to pay you more for that stock? Which means, if new investors don't come in and put more money in, you lose out. You, you're stuck holding the bag, which is the definition of a Ponzi scheme. I mean, there's no other definition. It's the SEC's definition of a Ponzi scheme. And, and so it's a $30 trillion in the stock market, supposedly, right now. And nobody really questions how it's set up in a, in a ridiculous way. Lee Camp, who you know from Redacted Tonight on RTRT.com is a place where you can get it. Or LeeCamp.com, in fact, if... Yeah, my, my show's more at LeeCamp.com. I think you'd, you'd be farther down the page at RT.com. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're a young guy, and we're used to a lot of geezerdom when it comes to this kind of subject matter, UFOs and all the rest of it. Um, how do you have this wealth of knowledge, intuition, and grasp on that which is, to the best of your ability, at such a youthful age? Well, thank you. I, I think it might be overstated, but uh, I'd say my, my education came after college, really. I mean, I did graduate, but I don't feel like I really knew a lot about our uh, our government, our country. Uh, and so a lot of that came from reading great books and great thinkers. You know, everyone from Chomsky to Hedges to uh, Confessions of an Economic Hitman, John Perkins, uh, Greg Pallast, who we were just spending time with tonight. Uh, you know, you, you find those investigative journalists who are who are largely kicked off of the mainstream corporate airwaves because now if you're not saying something that's helping the, the, the corporations, then you aren't really a fit for those airwaves. And, and so that's where I got my education was from those kind of books. Yeah, I remember um, when I was first getting into radio, I had a program director who was, for Clear Channel, the guy who put Rush Limbaugh on, Dr. <laughs> Laura, Glenn Beck. Yeah. That was his job. And he was my boss. He's where I learned about radio. And, and he's, I remember him saying, you need to speak at an eighth grade level. I said, well, if we speak at a 12th grade level, we're helping people <laughs> as opposed to idiotizing them. He said, well, they need to be simple so they'll buy shit. 
And I thought, my God, somebody finally said it. This was years ago. And yeah. now, you know, Howard Beale's uh, uh, prognostications through uh, uh, Patty Chayefsky. Mm. I mean, we are literally living in it now. Oh, my God. Network is the most uh, prescient film right now. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think that they are trying to dumb people down. They want to get you to the, those core impulses of, of, you know, fear and security and, and not asking the, the deeper questions. And I think you can speak to people. You know, I, I don't try and be an academic, so I'm not trying to talk over people. But I also don't feel the need to dumb my stuff down. I feel like people can uh, feel when someone's genuine. So if you're being genuine in who you are, I think think they feel that too so I, I think when you try and act dumb or when you try and act smart people kind of start to feel that right right and and i had a wise friend tell me this and and we're wrapping this up because <laughs> it is late it is late right now on we're, east coast time we're, we're doing this east coast time i had a friend say i may not be everybody's cup of tea but i'm enough people's cup of tea <laughs> and that's exactly what you're saying and it's and it works best because at the end of the day if you're going to be a guy who follows and chases truth we have to know Know that you actually know what truth is and that's a full-time job yeah absolutely it is but you know people people feel that i genuinely care about these uh, issues on redacted tonight which i think is what a lot of people are coming to and they they feel i'm not bullshit I'm not lying to them. Uh, you know, I don't know everything, but what I know or what I find out, I just try and get out to people. And, and I, I hope that's what they find refreshing. I think it's what they find refreshing because people are seeing through our, our kind of the, the, you know, the corporate story more and more. They don't, they aren't buying it. Something like eight or 10% of Americans have full faith in the official narrative that's always put forward from our mainstream airwaves. So I think that's a big step in the right direction. That, that doesn't mean that more research doesn't need to be done. You know, the first step is to say, maybe I'm not getting the full story. And then the second step is, well, what's the real story? <laughs> yeah. Some crazy guy on the internet told me one thing. Is that really the truth? But so wait, there's more. Yeah. So I, and I think people are doing that They're in a larger way. And, and we're at a pivotal time. There's no doubt about it. You know, our environment's collapsing around us. It's a pivotal time to wake up. And, and we're at a fork in the road. And I'm hoping we take the right fork. Only if you dislike melting glaciers, inhospitable air and water. <laughs> if you're good with living in New Zealand, because yeah. you can, it's great. I want to thank you so much, Lee Camp. We can check out all your stuff redacted tonight and more. LeeCamp.com, L-E-E-C-A-M-P.com. Thank you so much for joining us here on Reality Check Live. Thanks a lot. Pleasure. Reality Check Live with Carrie Harrison. RealityCheckLive.org. Reagan, a life in letters is the publishing event of the year, but letters alone cannot tell the full story of America's greatest president. Introducing Reagan, a life in post-it notes. Nancy, buy more jelly beans. P.S. Red jelly beans, good. Red commies, bad. Nowhere else could you find such a clear statement of our 40th president's values and opinions than on little yellow squares of paper stuck to the White House fridge. Nancy, please wash my overalls. Use Tide. P.S. Not the tide of Marxism that threatens our very way of life. Reagan, a life in post-it notes, chronicles his thoughts on politics, religion, and even sex. Dear Nancy, the Berlin Wall has fallen. And when I get home, so will that little lace number I bought you for our anniversary. P.S. 
growl. Reagan, A Life in Post-it Notes is available at Boredom's Books. Buy your copy today and receive the bonus volume, Reagan, A Life in Grocery Lists. Eggs, milk, and what else? Oh, yes. Eggs, milk, eggs, milk. This is Reality Check Live in HD. Carrie Harrison with you. This is Reality Check Live, realitychecklive.org. I want to introduce to you Jeremy Frage. He is a natural health advocate because I'm actually doing this myself. And I have to say I love it, Jeremy, the 10-day transformation. And the 10-day transformation, well, you're basically flooding your body with whole plant-based nutrition, also known as superfoods. You might have heard that before. And by flooding your body, you're nourishing your cells you're detoxifying your cells, and these two things are the keys to thriving vitality, to healing text yourself. Text the word transformation. Just text the word transformation to 518-50-GREEN. You are supporting your body with nutrition and detoxification. and when You, you can check it out yourself or go to the website 10daymiracle.com. Days, you literally experience a transformation. It's a transformation because you cleanse, you detox, you reboot your metabolism, you burn fat. And surprisingly, you build muscle at the same time. So that's which, why we call which, it. Yeah, you, and you're not supposed to go to the gym during this because it's not an exercise regimen. 10daymiracle.com. 10daymiracle.com. And that's the number 10. 10daymiracle.com. I am not hungry. I'm, you said that I wouldn't be hungry. And it's true. I'm like, I have more energy. I've had no coffee today. Wow. I could climb the Matterhorn. I think you can hear by the energy in my voice. I could. You can't manufacture this kind of ebullience, if you will, given all the food supply and the GMOs and the poisons in the food and everything else, and everyone's overweight, and, and we all have cholesterol problems and all of that, all of that, 10daymiracle.com. Well, take your muscles, and, you, and most people lose muscle mass when they do a detox or a fast or a cleanse, but ours is different. It puts your body on an, in an anabolic state, which means there's no muscle wasting. And so what, what's there left to do is to burn any excess fat that you do have, and that's, that's the natural side effect of flooding your body with nutrients. I'm going to give out a phone number, too, so you can check it out yourself. 518-50-GREEN. 518-50-GREEN. 518 518- 50 green. Let your cholesterol go down. Let your lose weight. Like how much weight does the average person lose in this 10 day transformation? Yeah, the average person loses 11 pounds, and, but it could go up to, I've seen people lose up to 23, 24 pounds. Just really depends from one body to another. But usually you could expect anywhere from five to 20 pounds of fat being burned naturally as a side effect, you know, of flooding your body with green superfood nutrients. 5 to 20 pounds in 10 days with these super green nutrients. It's extraordinary. You can check it out, 10daymiracle.com, 10daymiracle.com. They could call or they could text the word transformation. Just text the word transformation to 518-50-GREEN. And either way, either or, it's up to you. So text the word transformation, just the word transformation to 518-50-GREEN, 518-50-GREEN, yes, the word transformation, or go to 10daymiracle.com, 10daymiracle.com, again, 518-50-GREEN, or 10daymiracle.com. Reality Check Live, truly independent and sometimes codependent. Is Malibu Barbie a little out of your youngster's league? Is astronaut Barbie beyond her intellect? 
then you need the newest dolly from Mattel. New trailer park, Barbie. Wow! Her face is plastered with makeup just like Tammy Faye. And she's covered with rhinestones that sparkle like a gun rag in a new pickup. And she's got hair bigger than Lyle Lovett. And her blue jeans look like they was painted on. They was painted on, Booger Brain. Yes, she's a beer-drinking, line-dancing, inquirer-reading, gum-popping nail technician who lives in a double-wide with six kids and her third husband, Ken the Biker. Wow-wee! His boots are bigger than Frankenstein. And he's covered with studs that sparkle like a gun rack and a new pickup. You sure got a knack for metaphor, Jimmy Ray. Uh, that was a simile, Emily. New Trailer Park Barbie. Batteries not included. Kids, diapers, dirty dishes, cigarettes, empty six-packs, your house coat, pizza boxes, more empty six-packs, hairspray, boots, litter box, and garbage sold separately. Hi, everyone. Carrie Harrison here. I just lost 11 pounds in 10 days. It was so easy, and as you could tell, I am full of energy and feeling great. You can learn more by going to 10daymiracle.com. That's either T-E-N or the number 10, 10daymiracle.com, 10daymiracle.com, or text THIN to 518-50-GREEN, 518-50-GREEN. Text THIN to 518-50-GREEN, 518-50-GREEN, or 10daymiracle.com. Preventing truth decay. Truth decay. Reality check. Live. 